So if you made it to the end of the last uh, the, the, the last show that we did, and I certainly hope so, um, you'll notice that I gave a conclusion statement, but we did not get a chance to hear from Will. And so it's always important that we end with the conclusions. Uh, we tried to tape it, but it kind of got messed up. You know, it's just, hey, it's our first time trying to do this podcast thing. You know, you make <laughs> you make some mistakes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But you you get up, you, you brush the dirt off, and then you go back and you do it again the right way. So if you'll notice, uh, <laughs> this this is an addendum to the last show. And, uh, you know, just to keep it fun, we called it Creed 2.2, Will's Workout Montage, right? Because all these movies have the great workout montage, and Will's about to work out the brain uh, with his conclusion statement. So with that said, I'm going to turn it over to my man, Will. So you can add his conclusion statement on Creed 2 before we get on to this week's show. Appreciate you, CJ. And just for the rest of the folks out there, see, we're we're live and uncut like that. Like we we give it to you raw, just like old dirty. There it is. So, so with respect to Wu-tang. that, no doubt, before the children. So with respect <laughs> to that, I just wanted to continue off by saying this. I'm coming off of the high of watching Creed 2 for the umpteenth time, thanks to my man CJ, uh, as this was his critical choice, and I want to thank him for that. My conclusion with respect to Creed II is the following. There is a willingness and also an eagerness to honor the past, and this is prevalent throughout the continuous narratives that are told in just this one story, whether it be the birth of a new generation, establishing bonds and ties with uh, your elders, or even being in the present and being committed to your partner or your significant other and endeavoring in that, that journey called marriage. But at the same time, simultaneously, we're dealing with one's legacy and what does it mean to each individual, excuse me, each individual wrestling with that notion of legacy. Um, we have both Rocky and Drago living vicariously through their sons, whether it be their godson or their actually blood son. Um, Rocky is taken on, as I've alluded to before, uh, the role of Mick, and he is that surrogate father replacing Apollo, and he's providing Donnie with the path as far as what it takes to be a true representation of fatherhood, manhood in this new age. Uh, At the same time, you have uh, Ivan living vicariously through his son, uh, trying to reclaim what he may view as his glory years. Uh, After all, he lost his house, his wife, and he even gives you the, uh, even though it's a a figurative, uh, he probably literally lost his dog too. I mean, he lost his clothes. He couldn't go back home. Everything was gone. And now he has a chance of redemption through his son and achieving these new heights. I don't want to make any uh, aspersions that, you know, these gentlemen uh, are totally and distinctly uh, unique characters because they're not. These are tropes. These are uh, are archetypes that we see prevalent throughout not just art, but in our own lives. I can speak personally that, you know, uh, with my own children, And with my own father, I see it. Uh, I've seen it with my mother and I've seen it with my children's uh, mothers as well, uh, how we have the best intentions and hope and we're trying to fulfill that. Simultaneously, we bring our own baggage and we've been uh, thrust without a handbook, if you will, and we're making it up as we go. And I try to always instill in my kids that, hey, I was a person that was a, a, 
a man, a human being before I became a father, a dad. Mm. And so mm. I'm bringing these things along. And I think that's evident with Rocky. Uh, he wasn't the best father, but he tried and he put his heart into it. Uh, he may have been absent uh, physically because he was trying to get over his own limitations, whether it be the lack of his own parental guidance in his own life or just his uh, insecurities about his own education and where he stood. Uh, and with Ivan, uh, it's the same thing. Uh, he is a person, a man without a home physically and uh, figuratively. Uh, he's also a man who's trapped in a time warp where he's reliving this moment of where he stood at the top. And then all of a sudden he has to work his way back up, which most fighters, most athletes can relate to. Um, and then you also have the same thing with respect to Donnie. Uh, he's coming from another place altogether, coming back to his quote unquote home in Philadelphia. Remember, this is a person who's coming from California. So, you know, you're talking about a different time zone, a different climate, a different culture, a different environment altogether. Um, and what does that mean for him where he's retracing his father's roots and he's stepping back into a place that his father called home, where Rocky calls home, where Rocky gets the love and support from the people that he came up with and their nostalgic of how his rise and his claim to fame. I say this uh, closing out the uh, 2.2 uh, Will's workout. The workout montage. It's not where you're from. It's where you're at. Quoting the the God MC Rakim. And for all these individuals, they are in the present when this movie concludes. Ivan is working out with his son on the trail of their comeback. And Donnie is now with both of his fathers, one that he visits at his graveside and the other that he had at the end of the movie, his support ringside. So they all come to a place where they've healed and they're continuing to grow. And hopefully you listeners out there continue to grow with us as we transition to the next episode. Pulp Fiction. There, there it is. There it is. I don't know if you you can't. I don't know if you saw it. Maybe maybe folks couldn't see it, but it was like as you were talking, it was like an '80s montage of music. I felt like an eagle came down and landed on your wrist, like Ghostface Ghost Killer. Face. Like it was that. It was that much of the '80s. You know, like everything. Like I, I just when you as you were talking, I was thinking of that song in uh, Rocky Four when uh, he's running up the mountain and everything, carrying a tree trunk and everything. Like you know, like he's Thor or something. That's what that was. So yeah. So thank you, thank you. Well, I'm glad we were able to get that in. Um, so this will really close out you know, the Creed 2 discussion. It's like we put a little remix part of it on, like um, <laughs> like when the DJ used to take the beat and then just put a whole, another 15 people on the same track <laughs> and they put it out underground. That's how we did this one. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back with the commercial, commercial side <laughs> on uh, Pulp Fiction next. <laughs> so with that said, uh, take care and we'll see you soon. Peace.